0: Again for being here for another awesome interview with mandatory fun time. Today I'm here joined with the amazing Beware the Siren, aka Giselle. How are you Hello.
1: today? I'm good. How are you?
0: Good, good. I'm so excited for this interview because uh I actually got to meet you through Dungeons and Dragons, and I didn't know like like that that whole experience with Latinx gaming was so fun because, like, there was a bunch of people I didn't know at all, like Borybap and JMAGs and you and Ysenia and all that kind of stuff, and now you're just like so like important in my life and uh it's like so cool to get the chance to like talk about you and your accomplishments and everything so thank you again for being here
1: yes absolutely thank you for inviting me
0: yeah of course and then okay so uh i know and love you with all my heart and soul but uh, (laughs) a lot of people don't you know know who you are so i want you to take a moment to actually uh, if you could introduce yourself and like your brand and what you do and all that kind of stuff
1: yeah sure Okay, uh, hi, everyone. My name is Giselle, AKA Beware the Siren. Uh, I am a game writer and game designer. I've been in the game industry for about uh, two years now, like close to it, a little below. Um, Right now, I am a game writer for Red Thread Games. I just got this job, so I'm really, really excited. Yes, thank you. Uh, I'm going to be a writer on the upcoming game, uh, Dustborn. Can't say much past that, but I'm super excited. Um, and, uh, yeah, I am also the Latinx, uh, Latinx and gaming, um, moderator, uh, and, which is also new, (laughs) um, and, yeah, I'm, like, super into Dungeons and Dragons, uh, all things geeky, uh, theater, (laughs) and, um, diversity and inclusion, um, I am super just like i like i have this belief that we should have uh diverse storytelling and gaming and in all media um and that we should be both in front of the screen uh and behind it
0: yeah absolutely and that's that's probably a reason why we're like friends you know of course also that you're an amazing person and super kind and everything like that but also that we have those same passions and and you know uh moral compass and all that so it's like really really cool so uh what i'm curious about is what is your origin story uh whether it be as a writer a storyteller a geek whatever you feel makes you know you you uh
1: yeah sure um okay so uh, when i was a kid i would play games uh but i didn't really think about uh who was making them or yep, yep. where it came from it was just like a thing that i did um but i was uh always into like creative stuff. I liked telling stories. I liked playing with my um, sisters and just like playing pretend and creating these like different stories and things like that. Um, So like uh, from a pretty young age I wanted to be a writer. Um, First it was my sister because I wanted to be like my big sister. (laughs) uh she was like you know writing little stories uh in like middle school and high school and I wanted to be like her yeah um so I started doing it too and it was like uh little like romance stories and um you know superhero and fantasy stories uh fantasy stories that included romance because I was a big shipper (laughs)
0: nice
1: yeah um So I was, like, writing these – I I wanted to be, like, a novelist is what I wanted to be at first, Um, especially because uh, when I was growing up, all of a sudden, um, like, I was an avid reader, and all of these stories that I was reading were becoming these big, huge movies. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, whoa. And, like, for for books, you know, it's uh, different. Like, the name on the book. So you know, like, oh, that's a job. yeah I I didn't think about uh anything any other things besides what was told to me like oh yeah you're a firefighter you're a doctor you're a lawyer type stuff um but yeah so I wanted to create um I wanted to write I also liked acting and singing and all that other stuff um but I was also um really good at school academically Mm -hmm. and there um if you are good at school academically, there is this expectation, um, especially uh, in a Latinx home, yeah. uh, that you are, um, you're going to go into something that's going to make money. Yeah. You're going to go into something. Something
0: practical. Yeah.
1: Practical. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so when it came down to choosing what I was going to be, what I was going, what job I was going to do, uh, I wanted to get, like, go into, like, English or creative writing type of stuff, but my parents were like, you're, like, you're good at math, you're good at all of these things, you know, like, why don't, like, why don't you just have that be your backup?
0: yeah and like why don't you be an
1: you find engineer money? yeah it's gonna be money my my yeah. godmother sent me a link to be an actuary
0: oh really that's funny <laughs> yes
1: because uh because uh i was i was good at math she like asked me like what are your favorite subjects in school and i listed all the art ones she's like oh but like what else is like math actuary
0: right it's like here you go <laughs> oh my god that's amazing yeah. i like relate to that so much uh but in like a different sort of way because i actually grew up in the house like filled of artists so uh it was the norm for you to like chase your dreams and to like pursue everything or whatever but it was demonized by the rest of the family being like you're gonna ruin those kids and you're gonna like live in the streets and all that kind of stuff you can't live off your art and then uh, thankfully my parents like stuck true to it and the payoff was was awesome you know but Dead. i feel like in a lot of uh, Latinx households that that fear of like you know we worked really hard to get here by playing it safe so you must continue this and you know we have to pass the torch to you and you have to play it safe too but now that we're like multiple generations into America and become more Americanized uh, the the idea of chasing our dreams and our passions and not just like you know living for a paycheck is is more at the forefront of our minds and everything so it's like really cool and kudos to you for like pursuing your passion and everything that's Thank awesome. You,
1: yeah, um, so I ended up uh, uh, kind of compromising a little bit yeah. at first um, because, yeah, so I wanted English and creative writing, wasn't even thinking about games at all, um, and my parents wanted me to go into something practical, mm-hmm. so I found, like, this uh, major that seemed to me to be, like, um, some sort of fusion between English and computer science, Yeah. Um but then when I got there, everything was technical writing. And they're like, oh, OK, so if you're in this major, are you doing animation or filmmaking? And I was like, neither. I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, I was in humanities um, housing. All of my friends were games majors. And yeah. I like checked that out. And I was like, they have a game writing track. They have a cr- and it's creative writing. It's telling stories. So I was like. You know i'm not gonna waste money or anything trying to like uh go off to, into a different uh school i'm yeah. here um and and like uh yes yeah, so they got me also like back into gaming we were playing um diablo and league of mm. legends and things like that uh so i was like okay and i swapped and it was also 2014 where some things were happening uh, in uh, the gaming industry history. There were a lot oh, of people. Oh, that's
0: right, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, saying that, like, you know, if you want people who look like you in games, then you should make them yourselves. And I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, that's so cool. That's awesome. Uh, it's really awesome to hear you like go through that journey, especially like. What was happening in the just the industry at the time, you know, because it was like Gamergate you're referring to, right? With with yes. everything going on, yeah, exactly. So it's a very spicy time to be involved in that. And I'm glad you like like held true and you know because the payoff is awesome. Like you just got a new position and everything. Can you tell us about your? Uh, oh no, you already did. Sorry, um, but yeah. So next question: As content creators, we can often, or even just creators, we can often find ourselves working beyond our limits and ultimately burning out. Uh, what would you say your own self-care techniques are to ensure that you're taking care of your actual mental health?
1: Uh, honestly, uh, I could be pretty bad at that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I do my best to uh, try and and work uh, when I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um and you know after that i like i get really i get pretty tired i i'm living i'm still living like um in my uh, parents' home, so there's this mm-hmm. expectation for like a uh, family time mm-hmm. um right after that, uh, I share a room with my sister, mm-hmm. so like having a, especially in this pandemic, having like a place uh, n- not really having a place to myself yeah um is uh kind of like hurts that, yeah, but, another like, I, part, like, yeah. Yeah, I like I need uh, – because I, I need to be able to sit down and just, like, have my me time and just, like, decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, so – but, yeah, just, like, finding those uh, times to be able to decompress. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just whenever I can, just taking that and just, like – I just uh, find things that I personally like to do and try to get as much um, privacy as I can so that I can mm-hmm. just, like – bring back that, uh, battery <laughs> back to Yeah.
0: Home.
1: Um, yeah, uh, just do, do the things that I enjoy that don't take as much, uh, mental energy. Just like, like, uh, I like to watch, uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Love Critical Role. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just do things that I enjoy.
0: Yeah, I relate to that, uh, a lot because, um, and I feel like it also is a Latinx, like, a factor, uh, because a lot of times, at least in, in my family, I can't speak for all families, but um, that, that idea of, of being a part of a family is so, like, strong and huge, especially the community aspect, where it's, like, oh, it's one of our family members' birthdays, that way everyone is required to attend, you know, so, like, drop everything you're doing, you know, this Sunday, and you must go here for at least, like, you know, four to six hours, or something like that, and it's, like, okay, well, our family is huge, so that's, like, every single weekend, you know, got to do stuff, Or like, you know, especially living with your parents. And and I, cause I remember that as well. Cause I moved, uh, I was like, you know, at 21, I'm like, I'm an adult now. I'm going to leave house and I'm never going to come back. I have everything sorted out. And then I left and was back like two years later and was like, please let me back in. And they're like, of course it's fine. But like, even though you, you might get a deal on rent, you're right. That there is a, still a thing. Like there is a a rent cost of like mental health where it's like, yeah, because especially when you're in like in life you're wearing many 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 hats you're like an employee you're a sister you know you're a, uh, a daughter and like you know a partner or all these different you know things but in order to recharge sometimes we just need to be ourselves and not have to worry about anyone else you know but us and like especially living with a lot of uh different like you know um tenants and everything like that roommates it becomes harder and harder because there's not that much space you know because even walking out of your door you have to interact and may get pulled into different directions and uh yeah so finding that that solace or that port in the storm through mediums like Dungeons and Dragons or Netflix or any of those things that recharge definitely does help yeah so it's like it's good it's it's really really good it's awesome and um yeah so uh We know that you have accomplished so much in your career, especially what you told us about getting a new position from one game conference to the next and everything. Congratulations again on that. And uh, yeah, but uh, I know that there has to also been some L's that you've encountered that you no doubt learned a lot from. Um, So L's usually mean like losses, but the first person I ever interviewed, which Eliana Murillo, she put it beautifully that L's no longer stand for losses, they stand for lessons. So what would you say one of your biggest L's is in your career that you learned tremendously from? Whether it was a situation where you had everything sorted, everything was prepared, you studied, you know, prepared all all that kind of stuff, and it still went wrong. Or if it was a situation where you really legitimately did mess up and you're like, dang, you know, what was that lesson for you?
1: Um. So I feel like I am uh not the greatest with failure. Uh, I'm very very afraid of it. Yeah. Um. And so that kind of like um has me like not taking as many um, risks as I'd like to. I play things pretty safe. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, but, but, like, besides that, um, yeah, making games is all about failure. So there's a contradiction yeah. there. Uh, I just, like, trying to get um, into the industry, you have to deal with so much rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, I have applied to so many jobs that I did not get. I have, like, a spreadsheet yeah. full of rejections. Um And, um, yeah, I think also like, so right, so right now I'm living with my parents and I think Mm -hmm. that also speaks to, uh, like kind of like the, the privilege that, uh, you need to have in order to to even succeed in this career. Mm -hmm. Um, because like, I would not be able to. Uh, do this if I didn't have yeah. like my family as a supporting mm-hmm. system because like in between like with those like very very lengthy rejections uh, becomes a length like a lengthy appear- uh, a lengthy period of unemployment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I um, I was like spending all of this time uh, just like getting rejection after rejection after rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the meantime too, um, like I had to take up like retail jobs, um, mm. at the same time, uh, I worked for, uh, H&M for a little bit. Um, like this was like pre-pandemic, which like leading right into the pandemic actually. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, especially like so if you're if you're a kid who um like grew up with all of these expectations that you were going to be really big and mm-hmm. make like lots of money, like which you we tell nerds all the time that like that's what's going to happen, yeah, especially if you were like bullied, mm-hmm. um it's like, oh, yeah, you know your your bully is going to uh, well, like one day you're gonna be the CEO. Of some company and the bully is yeah. gonna come for the job and whatever, like that. So, like, um, yeah, be um, being in a place where you didn't think that you're going to be, and, the, and that society says, like, isn't like the greatest, of
0: yeah,
1: places, um, can can also kind of like you know bruise like your like your ego and your mental health, yeah, um. I think at, at that at this point, though, it was, like, um, a necessity, and I've done a lot of, like, growing from that point. Yeah. So, like, I feel like I, I'm afraid of failure, but I also feel like uh, I have grown into a place where uh, I have been able to take rejection um, yeah. a lot more easily uh, and just know, like, when things are, like, society uh, and when they are me and what like yeah accountability versus it is what it is and um you know that's just how society and the state of society and life right now
0: yeah i that speaks volumes to me because i feel like we've walked the same path because like uh i grew up with ADHD, didn't know I had ADHD. I thought I was, like, so dumb because, like, I didn't – I wasn't able to focus as well as my peers or anything like that. And then only just recently, like, last year, literally, I found out I had ADHD. But I've always had anxiety, like, immense fear of something that's, like, so tiny. But to me, it was, like, a huge mountain and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I relate to that a lot because I would also turn to – uh comic books anime you know novels and seek so much inspiration from the shonen characters where they're like a boy with a dream who's like a nobody who who works really hard and becomes this great thing and shows all of his peers off you know just like you said and then when you when that dose of reality hits when like uh for me it was a couple things you know for like Like originally, I didn't want to be an artist or creative like my parents. I was like, I, I grew up in such uncertainty and we didn't know when we'd have our next meal because we didn't have enough money because everything was so inconsistent with being an artist that like I wanted stability for my family in the future. So I'm going to be an engineer just like my grandfather and my uncle. And then I couldn't pass trig to save my life, like could not pass it at all. And I like cried and I had breakdowns being like, I'm such an idiot. Like, I can't believe like, what am I going to do? Like, oh, my God, I don't even know. You know, and then, uh... It, it that was like a really really low point you know for me and one of like many obviously meanwhile i saw of course thanks to social media like facebook and twitter and instagram and all these things all the people that I went to high school with like you said the bullies like mm-hmm. they also have their highs and lows and you see like so if you pop on instagram and you see someone that treated you like trash like getting an awesome career you know going to college getting everything and you're like there working at a grocery store it like hurts you know full mm-hmm. blown it's like dang but i think that's a a beautiful thing about life is that it's not like a destination it's it's a journey you know there will be you know peaks and valleys uh and in order to to get to the level that we're at in life because i feel like both of us i can see say with confidence both of us are in a good place in our life with like you getting an awesome promotion and having tons of connections latinx and gaming and have the respect of all your peers in this community and everything like that and then myself with like you know dungeons dragons and all these different things like uh but in order to get to this point there had to have been like you know the breakdowns the lows the bad days and like yeah especially having like anxiety and adhd and and, and all these different other factors you know yes. uh so it's 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 wild so i completely resonate with that uh like a hundred percent so thank you for sharing that for sure and uh yes. um, and yeah yes. um yeah so Pivoting on the other end of the spectrum, what would you say uh, one of your favorite Ws are in your career? Whether it be something small in the very beginning that you were like, you know, to everyone else this didn't matter, but to me it meant the world, or an actual legit huge accomplishment that you uh, that happened to you in your in your life, yeah. Um, th-
1: one of them is definitely getting this job. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Uh, I am uh, getting to be able to work on. Uh, like, a game that I would have uh, bought and played um, if I wasn't even working on it. Uh, I have wanted to work, um, like, as a game writer for a, like, you know, indie kind of, like, triple-I game for a while. These are the yeah. types of games that I love. Um, and the main character is Black. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, that it's just, like, so close to my heart. um i also really loved getting to like uh run and uh organize the afro latinx and gaming roundtable uh back oh yeah Yeah. um i was like really nervous about um like it was like my first um like time appearing like on camera in front of a whole bunch of people um and I, I, like I hadn't really like been in charge of organizing a thing like that before. yeah uh, and yeah, I, I like put like a whole bunch of pressure on myself in getting <laughs> that done. but then yeah. um, uh, everyone who that was involved with it just like told me how great it was for them yeah. and I was like this is exactly what I wanted and what I want to uh, continue to do maybe in different ways though. Yeah. It, Things that don't necessarily pique my anxiety <laughs> to appear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like definitely stuff that I want to be able to like continue to do and just like getting a taste of that and um you know, like being able to be part of something like bigger, uh yeah. and uh do a little good in the world, like is really important to me.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things that's so wild about, about life is that uh, in order to get those big W's, you have to face your biggest fears. Like you gotta like be in the room with your, uh, like, um, I was so surprised when you told me that, that you had anxiety, you know, cause I've literally worked with you, um, with like a five part series for, for Latinx and gaming in front of the, like the front page of Twitch from like 5,000 viewers and like all that kind of stuff, you know, and you still like, like brought your a game and performed in front of everyone. And then also did now you're a moderator for uh, Latinx and gaming as well. So it's one of those things that, that like, even though you, you, these things peak the anxiety, you still face it head on and accomplish great things. So that's like super cool of you. That's awesome.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So, uh, what geeky passions would you say uh, fuel you and your creativity that made you who you are today?
1: Um, so, yeah, uh, obviously love Dungeons & Dragons, but I think mm-hmm. what um, brings me, like, I think the reason why, that it, why the game attracts me so much uh, is mm-hmm. because it's like this combination of so many things that I grew up with. It's writing, um, it's acting. Uh, I grew up loving theater. Um, mm-hmm. I would like, I would uh, sing with my uh, high school choir.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I was in a whole bunch of uh, musical productions. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like probably like the most the closest to my heart uh, growing up, um, was like I was uh, actually Cinderella in uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein's uh, Cinderella oh, cool. high production of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think yeah I bring um, my love for music, my love for uh, like acting, writing, all yeah. things uh, storytelling. Um, yeah, it's a uh, deep, deep love, and I like to just like yeah try to bring that. In everything, because um, yeah, sometimes uh, sometimes some of those other passions kind of like go off. um, Like you don't get to tap into those as much. Yeah. uh, Like something that's that I don't really get to do too much. um, I I like um, songwriting. Mm -hmm. Um, I it's mostly lyrics and melodies. I'm really bad at at composing. um, Like the instrumental. Portion yeah. of it, but yeah, I um, yeah, I love doing all those things. Also love anime. That's <laughs>
0: <what I'm doing. laughs> It makes sense because I definitely see all those influences. Um, obviously I haven't read your writing, uh, but I have seen you perform for in Dungeons and Dragons for that like mini series. I can definitely see all those influences of anime and like you know different types of novels and all that kind of stuff because you're very well-spoken articulate and your characters have a lot of like depth to them. Uh, it's not just like a shallow character. You can, so that's always a sign that that someone's a writer when they have the, like their D and D character and they has a big backstory, like a thick, yeah. it's like, it's good. You know, it's awesome. That means you really care and, and are able to world build. So it's uh, which obviously you're in the industry of writing in, you know, the game industry. So it makes sense that, yeah. yeah. So it's like really, really cool. And then, okay. So uh, let's say we could go back in time to high school or pre-pandemic where you were still, like, unemployed, unsure of your future and all that kind of stuff, uh, and you could sit down with your former self, what advice would you tell them, uh, yourself, to to say, like, look, I know things are hard right now. I know you're getting bullied. I know things are really, really, you know, you don't know what tomorrow holds. But here's a small bit of wisdom that will help you out uh, in your journey, like, ahead and all that.
1: Um hmm. that's a good question. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, I think for high school me, um yeah, it's it would be a lot about just uh honestly not necessarily listening to a lot of the advice that I was given because um a lot of it was harmful. Uh yeah. Like the like like telling kids that um Oh, um, if you're if you're bullied, it's going to it's okay that you're being bullied now because in the future you're going to be this great big successful person, um, and you know, like that's not necessarily the case. Uh, people who are like not great to you, um, like can absolutely 100 percent be uh successful in life and they often are mm-hmm. uh and uh y- you just because like hopefully hopefully like just because you're a decent person doesn't necessarily mean that you like you're not like the protagonist uh mm-hmm. in a in a book like yeah. it doesn't you're go- you're going to get wins and losses and you're going to grow and, uh from your experiences and, like both of those will do that for you um and that's going to be the same for literally every single person yeah. um and the reason like it's like it's it's not okay that uh that I was bullied um mm-hmm. it's it, it it's not this like great big uh like it, it's it, it's not like, oh, this is what you have to go through in order to be successful. And success is going to mean a lot of different things., uh, I never would have guessed that I was going to be um a game writer. like yeah. that that was never something that was uh, that like I even thought about. So su- success is going to look different that to you than what it looks like right now. Uh, and you're going to take wins and losses, and you're going to grow from it. And um, being an adult is very is very different than what's shown on TV. Just like live life. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very true. That's 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 uh, a big dose of of honesty. Um, that life isn't always like the media we're consuming, you know. And I think that's also a bit that's a, kind of poisoning our perception, you know, when it because when it comes to anime or novels or anything like that there's that romantic interest that like magically appears in your life and like Mm -hmm. becomes attracted to you and you know da 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 and all that kind of stuff and like you know likes you for you despite what you do and that's not true you know like like if you're hurting and you're going and you have unresolved issues then you've got to go to therapy you've got to take care of yourself you've got to like you know you know earn the right to to be with someone else and do all these sort of things to work on yourself and you can't just you know go through life expecting things to to just work out you know and that was uh yeah that was definitely something i i went through as well so i completely understand that especially uh the comment about um you know bullying and and you know you know oh you i went through that too when i was your age and that means that you have to go through it as well and all these sort of different things that like it's like no we don't have to do that there's absolutely another way you know to handle it and uh it's it's very wise to be able to to want to tell your younger self that about all this knowledge that you now have you know hopefully we can you know impart it on the next generation to be able to to make it easier for them in this journey especially coming from a latinx background where there are certain ideals that are so ingrained in our culture that when we break away from it in a more progressive era like today uh it can be met with like conflict and everything so uh yeah
1: yeah. and i like i think like um i feel like i was very um kind of like um not necessarily obsessed but i was like into like very uh into the idea of like what i was like supposed to do
0: yes yeah
1: like what what like what society or like parents or uh Mm -hmm. like stories media whatever like what Mm -hmm. society thought like that you were supposed to do i'm supposed Mm -hmm. to be doing this and like x and y and whatever um and like i think um you know some of those things might be like can be there for a reason um but like not everybody fits into this like these like cookie cup cutter like shapes yeah. and uh what someone else what worked for someone else and what they were supposed to do isn't necessarily what i am supposed to do or have to do
0: exactly
1: and, yeah so like just learning what i want and going for what uh i want and what will be good for me regardless of what i am supposed to do um is like also probably one of the biggest uh lessons i think kind of basically what i said but yeah yeah <laughs>
0: hey that that's awesome you know that it's if we ever get the chance to talk to our former selves uh and what wisdom to choose there's so many you know that we could impart upon them so it's totally cool adding on to it uh but yeah okay so where can we find you online
1: uh you can find me on uh twitter at beware the siren um that's really the only thing that i use publicly (laughs) perfect
0: and then uh, yeah so um have you ever seen any of my other interviews uh before and no worries if not
1: uh i watched a teeny tiny bit of yesenia's to um kind of uh prepare for
0: for it okay perfect so what I do at the end of every interview is take a small moment to to be real with my guests, to be like a genuine moment for like person to person and everything. Uh, so for the next few minutes, you cannot do any self-deprecating humor. You cannot deny anything. You can't do anything like that. Uh, so um, beware the siren, uh, Giselle. I just want to say like thank you so much for for being in my life, for being involved in so many projects that I'm in, for helping out with Latinx and gaming and all the things you're, you're a part of to pick up the pen and actually pursue writing as a craft because you are so full of talent and you're so witty and charming that the world like doesn't deserve your, your awesome talent and everything. So I really appreciate that you're here and flexing all of your creative skills to be able to enhance every community that you're a part of, whether it be Latinx and gaming, the game industry, all of these different things, you are going to be that champion of the people so that way the little, like, boys and girls as they're growing up, they can look to you for an inspiration of a good, hardworking person who has worked all their life and, you know, has anxiety and yet accomplishes so much despite it. So I really want to take a moment to say thank you so much for everything you do. And, uh, and yeah, you're wonderful.
1: Thank you. Thank you much for saying that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh, you said here. he's here. So. Hi. Uh,
1: How you
0: yeah, so I want to thank you again for for being here. I really, really appreciate you. And uh, make sure to check out um, Beware the Siren on Twitter. Follow her. She's going to do great things. And, uh, and, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful night. And we'll see you later. Thank
1: you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Hey everyone, D'Angelo here. I hope you had a great time listening to this episode and hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to go over to our guests' social media and drown them in all the love and support. They absolutely deserve it. Make sure to take a moment to actually subscribe to the podcast and rate it five stars. It would really go a long way and help me out. And we're going to have a new guest next Tuesday. If you want to watch this live, you can absolutely do so by going to twitch.tv slash D'Angelo Murillo. And it's going to be live every single Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Until then, I hope you guys have nothing but good vibes, and we'll see you then.